good afternoon and welcome to a friend of Jesus um, this is going to be a lovely day and we're going to have a great time to listen and hear what the father has prepared to teach us through me and I want to assure you that um, indeed there are great things that you're going to learn so just be prepared let me ask you that send this to others share this uh, link with others and um, let them know that the pastor is live and he's ready to minister okay so um, i want us to pray together and then um, we can get straight into the word of god so wherever you're watching from wherever you're listening from i would like to ask you that um, let's just start to pray together okay father in the mighty name of jesus i thank you and i worship you for this afternoon I honor you for this wonderful time, my God, that you have given us, that we can come and share the word of God together. Lord, when things are tough, you deserve the praise. When things are going great, you deserve the praise. When we find ourselves lonely, you deserve the praise. When we find ourselves surrounded by people, you deserve the praise. When we have attained victory, you deserve the praise. When we have fallen or failed in life, you deserve praise. When our health is excellent, you deserve praise. When we are having troubles with issues of the body, you deserve praise. In the morning time, you deserve praise. During the day, you deserve praise. Father, in all situations and all circumstances, you deserve the praise. My God, it is not possible not to have you around because your word says you are omnipresent. Therefore, my Lord, we honor you and we thank you for this very moment with the knowledge and the revelation that you are with us. Father, as I come to your people live this moment, there are men, women, boys, girls who are tuning in, who are listening to this word. Father, I thank you because, my God, there is a purpose and a reason why this is happening. My God, I pray that as they listen, as they hear the word of God, may you empower them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I come against any authority, any force that can tamper with your children from hearing and listening to the word of God. I pray against any excuse that they may have, Father, from listening and hearing the word. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that as people Jehovah are sharing this, as people my father are beginning to watch, as people are starting to listen, give us the understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, I trust and I know that father, every ear that is going to listen to my voice is going to benefit from it in Jesus name. I pray for their hearts, my Lord, for your word says that from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Therefore, Lord, I pray that every heart, my Lord, of your son and your daughter, I declare that, my God, may it be purified in the name of Jesus. My God, I know that there is no one, my Lord, who is like you, my Father, no one that can be likened unto you, my God. For you are the creator of the heaven and of the earth. There is no substitute, my God, to you. Whoever is watching and listening with a sickness in their body, I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Whoever is listening or watching my father with a broken heart, I speak that they be redeemed in the name of Jesus. Whoever is watching and listening with depression, I speak that, Father, may you set them free in Jesus' name. Whoever is watching and listening with the troubles of anger, troubles of jealousy, I pray that may they be set free in the name of Jesus. Whoever is watching and listening with the questions of does God exist, does God love me, I pray that through the word that my Father you are about to minister to speak through me, let them understand that indeed you are loved in Jesus' name. Whoever is listening and watching with a question that does God hear when people speak, I pray that may this be evidence, my Father, that you are still speaking in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray others are watching and listening and they may be asking questions to say that, will I make it this week? Will I make it this month? 
Will I make it this year? I pray that, Father, let them find the peace of the Lord in Jesus' name. That will bring about confidence in their life. That will bring about confidence in their hearts. That will bring about confidence in their spirit. To know that God is on their side. Whoever is watching my father and asking the question that will my marriage make it. I speak restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. Whoever is watching and asking the question will I be able to pay my rent? Will I be able to pay my bills? I speak that father may they have the financial freedom, the financial revelation, the financial grace in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My God, I announce and I declare that every ear, my Lord, that shall hear this word, give them revelation upon revelation. Give them grace upon grace. Give them authority upon authority. Give them power upon power in the name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, we are going to open the scriptures to search my Father and see what you are saying through your word. And indeed, I know this word is life unto our spirit. This word is life unto our families. This word is life unto our souls. This word is life unto our destiny. This word is life unto every area of our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, receive the praise. I command every sickness to bow in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I command every disease to bow in the name of Jesus Christ. I command, Lord, every pain that your people might be suffering from to be destroyed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And I announce that every environment where your people are listening and watching from, the atmosphere for miracle is present. The atmosphere for change is present. The atmosphere for the move of the Holy Spirit is present. The atmosphere for wisdom is present in Jesus' name. Father, take all the glory. Take all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. So thank you for taking the time to say those prayers with me. And I want to encourage you that whenever you open your mouth to pray, God hears you. Hallelujah. Um, in a special way, I, I see that um, we are joined um, by my spiritual father, Bishop Kapenga, who is the founder of um, Believers Assembly International Church. So thank you so much for taking the time um, to, to watch. It is such a privilege and an honor that um, you know, we are here, we are able to preach because of the anointing that God has placed over your life. Um, so we are students, we continue to learn. Praise the Lord. To all of you that have just tuned, I want to say you're welcome. And um, yes, this is a wonderful day. The message that I want to speak about today is on a title, Power of Priority. Power of priority. Let me say it one more time. Power of priority. What you see is that on the invitation, as well as um, on the screen, you see the word pop. Now, the reason why I've put that there is it's an easy reminder for you to remember that when you're thinking of pop, it is the power of priority. That's the word, that's the message that the Father has given me to teach, to speak to preach to you today, all right? Listen, the word priority can refer to a first concern. So when you say you have a priority in life, it means to you that is a first concern. Priority can also mean anything that is most important or you consider most in your life. That is a priority. And the third meaning is most pressing matter. You are surrounded by different matters in life, but that matter that you regard as the most pressing, the most urgent, it is a priority to you. And the last meaning is a primary issue. You are surrounded by many issues in life. You are faced with many issues in life. But that issue that is of primary concern to you, that issue that you say comes first to you, is a priority. Hallelujah. So what we want to talk about, what we want to dive into, is the power of priority. Irrespective of whether you are a businessman, whether you have got a job, whether you are a parent, whether in your friendship, whether in any relationship, 
whether you are in politics, whether you are in sports, whether you are in entertainment, whether you are in arts, whatever area of your life, you have to learn the importance of priority. Hallelujah. Because in life, we cannot stop things from happening. We cannot uh, pause in our life just so things suit you. But other things will continue to take place around you. Hallelujah. There will always be a need for you to attend to different things in your life. So it is important to understand the importance of prioritizing. What comes first in your life? What comes first in your family? What comes first um, as part of your spiritual life? What comes first as part of your, your destiny? What comes first as part of your plans? What comes first as a part of your goals? Hallelujah. The reason is it is not possible to do everything at once. And that's why it's key for you to identify what should come first. If you have got five items that you have written down, you cannot start all five at the same time. Yes, one, two, three might run in parallel, but you have to decide which is the most important um, um, item out of the five that you have written down. The power of priority. Listen to this important statement. There are 24 hours in a day, which equally all living beings are given by God, who is the creator as well as custodian of life. What this statement is saying to you is that 24 hours in a day are common to all mankind. There is no man or woman on earth who has more than 24 hours in a day. There is no woman or man on earth who has less than 24 hours in a day. The moment you wake up in the morning, you are automatically allocated 24 hours. Praise the Lord. Another important statement is to say that God is the custodian of life, um, of time. God is the custodian of time, meaning God is holding time in his hands. Praise the Lord. There is no man on earth, no woman on earth that can pause time. Hallelujah. We can try to find ways and means to maximize on it. However, time keeps moving. Time keeps rolling. Praise the Lord. Another important statement. The word custodian, that is to say a keeper or a guardian, in the statement above is very important because it indicates that God holds time in his hands. And this you can find from the book of Ecclesiastes. Um, I won't go and read it, but I would like you to mark it down. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. That's where the word of God speaks about there is a time for everything under the sun. Hallelujah. So take time, go and read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 to 8 and understand about time. Listen to the statement. The late Dr. Miles Monroe, who was a servant of God, said, Time is a currency which must be spent. Hallelujah. In one of his statements, in one of his interviews, he said, time can be likened or time can be compared to a currency. The same way that you look at the, the US dollar, the same way that you look at the British pound, the same way that you look at the euro, the rand, the quacha, whatever currency that your nation uses, time can also be likened unto a currency, meaning that you have to spend it. Praise the Lord. Remember, we are saying God gives time. Hallelujah. So when he has given time, you cannot bank time. You cannot just keep time. But time has to be spent because as you know, uh, the day is progressing, time is being reduced. Praise the Lord. From the moment that you woke up to now, you cannot say you still have 24 hours. It's not true because you have spent some hours. Hallelujah. So time has to be spent. Praise the Lord. Another important statement. Time cannot be created because it is a fixed variable. Rather, we find a moment in time. This is an important revelation that the Lord gave me um, earlier today. Hallelujah. We have heard people saying you must create time. You must create a time. I want to say to you that there is no such thing as creating time. 
because time has already been created by God, number one. Number two, time is in the hands of God. So there is no one who is creating time. Hallelujah. Rather, what you are doing is you are finding a moment in time. I want you to understand this clearly because power of priority. Priority cannot be spoken on. Priority cannot be understood without time. Hallelujah. Because everything that has to do with the priority has time in it. If you want to prioritize your marriage, it means you have to assign time to it. If you want to prioritize your business, it means you have to assign time to it. If you want to prioritize your academics, it means you have to assign time to it. If you want to speak about priority in your friendship, it means you must assign time to it. If you want to speak about priority in your spiritual life, it means you have to add time to it. If you want to speak about priority in learning or understanding the word of God, it means you have to add time to it. If you want to understand your children or for you to grow with your children, it means you have to add time to them. Hallelujah. So priority and time go hand in hand. You cannot separate the two. Praise the Lord. Now, before we open the scriptures, there are three important statements that I would like to share with you. Three very important statements which I would advise you write this down. Hallelujah. These are very important. Now, listen to this. You and I need to answer three critical questions in order to understand the power of priority. The three questions are, number one, what can you compromise in your life? The word compromise here means trade off. What can you trade off in your life? What can you put in place of in your life as a priority? Now, understand that you cannot do it all and so figure out what can be done when. Hallelujah. You have to understand that you cannot do it all at once. So what I'm saying is, if you want to speak about priority in your life, as an example, we have got um, your siblings, we have got your friends, and we have got your neighbors, okay? So we are looking at this as an example, three categories, your relatives, your friends, and your neighbors, it's not possible for you to deal with all of them at the same time. Hallelujah. So when we're speaking about a trade-off, what it means is you have to decide who comes first when. When it is time for your relatives, it cannot be time for your friends. You have to separate. When it is time for your um, neighbor, it cannot be time for your relatives. You have to separate them. That's where the power of priority comes in. Understanding what comes first when. The second question that we have to answer on the power of priority is, are you willing to lose it all for this? Now, when I say lose, it means overlook. Are you willing to overlook other areas because of this priority? As an example, if you are saying that you want to prioritize on your spiritual life, you want to grow in the things of God, the knowledge on the things of God, maybe you are saying you want to know how to pray better. Maybe you are saying you want to know more about the word of God. The question that you have to answer is, are you willing to overlook other areas or other things in your life and put that search for God as a priority? That's a question that you and only you can answer. And the last question is, can you trace each and every second, minute, and hour of the day? Listen to number three very carefully. Let me repeat the question. It says, can you trace each and every second, minute, and hour of your day? Remember, in the beginning, I said each one of us has 24 hours. At the end of the 24 hours, am I able to sit down and trace how I have spent each hour? How I have spent each moment? Am I able to account and say, yes, two hours I did A, three hours I did B, four hours I did C, and see exactly what I have done with my time? Important. 
the way we trace in this context is to follow and account for. Meaning, are you able to follow all the time you have spent in the day? Are you able to trace or to account for all the time you have spent in the day? Power of priority. Hallelujah. Can you take a piece of paper at the end of today and clearly indicate what you have done every hour? And then see where your priorities lie. Listen, there is no one that should come and judge you for how you are using your time. Because time and priority are an individual subject. Hallelujah. Remember, the custodian of time, as I said in the beginning, is God himself. So, you are not accountable to Pastor Tadala. You are not accountable to your brother. You are not accountable to your pastor. You are accountable to God who has trusted you with 24 hours in a day. He is the one that you have to answer to in how did you use his time. Hallelujah. How did you spend the time that he trusted you with? That's why number three is so important. Question three sounds difficult, perhaps might seem unreasonable. However, you have heard wealthy people take account of every cent. Now, listen, if you like to follow the lives of wealthy people, people who are rich on this earth, what you will find is that they trace every cent they spend. This is a common trend to all of them. If you go speak to someone who is very successful, very wealthy, they are able to tell you how they spend every cent. They are able to tell you how they spend their money. Hallelujah. Now, that's why we are saying we have to learn how to spend our time. Because the very wealthy people we are talking about also say time is money. Hallelujah. The power of priority. When you sit down and you speak to people whom you admire, when you watch interviews of people you admire, when you listen to audio tapes of people you admire, what is going to come as a common factor in all of them is that they say time is money, meaning they cannot waste time with things they regard as useless. They cannot waste time with things that will not benefit them. They make sure that wherever they spend their time, it is going to benefit them. Praise the Lord. So, what I'm saying to you is that in the power of priority, we have to account for each hour of the day. We have to account of how we are spending our time in order to maximize on the priorities. Praise the Lord. Daniel chapter 1. Daniel, let's open our Bibles from the book of Daniel chapter 1. If you're just joining us, we are speaking on the power of a priority. I was just laying down the foundation to help us understand what priority is and how priority is connected to time. Daniel chapter 1, verse number 8. I'll read the New King James Version. Verse number 8. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine with it, which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Verse number nine. Now God had brought Daniel into the favor and the goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. Verse 10, and the chief of the eunuch said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who has appointed you your food and drink, for why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger the head, my head before the king. Let me pray. Father, I honor you and I thank you for the reading of the scripture. I understand and I know that, my God, we are going to find revelations from this word. I know that, my Father, there are treasures in this word. I know that there are secrets in this word. Father, reveal them to us by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Daniel chapter 1, we are talking about a young man by the name of Daniel. And the Bible is saying that at the beginning of verse number 8, the word of God says, Daniel purposed in his heart. Remember, I am saying that the power of priority is an individual subject. Now, here the word of God is saying Daniel did not discuss with his friends. 
The word of God is not saying that Daniel spoke to the king. The word of God is not saying that Daniel made a decision with the help of others. No. But the word of God is rather saying that Daniel, on his own, purposed it in his heart. Meaning he took the decision to decide for himself. He took the decision to take the time to identify what was important to him. When you want to speak about the power of priority, when you want to understand what is a priority in your life, there is a need for you to take time, sit on your own, and check what are the priorities in your life. Hallelujah. This is not something that I should wait for my wife to help me with. This is not something that I should wait for a counselor to help me with. This is not something that I should wait for a pastor, a preacher, a prophet, an evangelist to help me with. This is not something that I should wait for a friend to help me with. No, rather I need to take the initiative to identify what are the priorities in my life. What comes first in my life? Hallelujah. Power of priorities. You need to take the time, sit down, and write on a piece of paper what comes first in your life. Daniel did the same. The Bible says he purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. So for Daniel, he said to himself that I am, I am going to take a decision that I do not want to defile myself. The word defile in this context is referring to a couple of things. Number one, spoil. Daniel said, I do not want to spoil myself. I do not want to spoil my reputation. Daniel was saying, I do not want to corrupt myself. I do not want to corrupt my, corrupt, my, 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 my personality. I do not want to corrupt uh, uh, who I am. Hallelujah. Number three, Daniel is saying, I do not want to degrade who I am. Hallelujah. So he is sitting down and he is saying to himself, I cannot allow spoil to come over my life. I cannot allow corruption to come over my life. I cannot allow degrading to come over my life. Hallelujah. Now, he says, with the king's delicacies, listen to this word. For you to understand the power of priorities in your life, hallelujah, you have to come to the realization that there will always be nice things in life. The question is, how are you going to prioritize what comes first? Hallelujah. Listen, throwing a home welcome or you call it a, a housewarming event or a housewarming party is a good thing. Hallelujah. Attending a bridal shower is a good thing. Attending a wedding is a good thing. Supporting your friends is a good thing. Visiting your friends so you can check up on them, chat, talk about life is a good thing. Sitting down with your relatives and just reminiscing on your background or history is a good thing. Catching up with your colleagues outside of work is a good thing. Taking time to sit and chat with your neighbors or people within your community is a good thing. But my question is, are you doing that in place of the priority in your life? Hallelujah. If I am meeting up with my friends, Am I meeting up with my friends at a time when I'm supposed to be spending with my wife? If I am going to go out and um, um, meet a, a relative, right, on a Monday between 8 to 5, is it not going to compromise my work because I'm supposed to spend 8 hours for my employer? Power of priority. If on a Sunday I am going to decide to make an appointment to meet um, um, a business partner at 10 in the morning, hallelujah, is it not going to compromise or maybe go against my value of wanting to be in the house of God? Power of priority. So understand that all these things are good in your life. Your life cannot only revolve around the church. Your life cannot only revolve around the prayer. Your life cannot only revolve around the fasting. Your life cannot only revolve around your wife or your husband. Your life cannot only revolve around your job. Your life cannot only revolve around your business. Your life cannot only revolve around your friends. Your life cannot only revolve around, you know, uh, your neighbors. 
but there is a need for balance. And that's where the power of priority comes in. Power of priority is knowing what to do when to do it. Praise the Lord. If I am going to spend the day with my friend, is it not going to impact my marriage? If I am going to spend the whole day going around and looking at uh, the city, is it not going to, to, to impact my spiritual life? If you are going to spend your whole day, uh, maybe from morning up until late at night working, is that not going to affect your children? Are you going to have a relationship with your children? Hallelujah. I want you to pay attention. The power of priority means knowing what to do, when to do. Let's say that again. The power of priority is knowing what to do, when to do. Hallelujah. Now, the what part is easy, but the when is what most of us are challenged with. We know what we have to do, but the when is what most of us are challenged with. So we want to learn today how should we know when to do what we need to do in life. Listen to um, the same book, right? I mentioned uh, the word eunuchs, which is in verse number eight. Now, a eunuch is a person that has been castrated. In other words, the, the private parts have been cut away. They have been cut out. It's normally a man, right? A eunuch is a man, a male figure, whose private parts have been cut off. And this used to happen in the olden days because this individual was tasked to guard the female quarters. So they had a hostel or a building where the women were staying. And in order for them to be protected, they had to put a male figure there. But they decided to say, if we put a male figure that is intact, it might compromise the women. So what they decided to do was to castrate the individual, to take away the private parts so that this individual cannot sleep with the women. This is the word of God. And so Daniel is saying that he, he spoke to this eunuch, the chief eunuch. And he said, I do not want to defile myself because what was happening was that the eunuch was bringing all the beautiful women to the young man. Hallelujah. The eunuch was bringing the woman that had all the features that the young men were looking for. And Daniel realized that if he cannot prioritize his integrity, if he cannot prioritize his well-being, then he is going to fall trap into the trap of just sleeping around with these women and forget his future, forget his destiny, and most important, forget his calling of God upon his life. So he decided to speak to the eunuch, to speak to the chief that was responsible for looking after the women. That, listen, do not bring these women to me because I want to focus on God, the power of priority. Now you can imagine Daniel was a young man. Hallelujah. And um, the way that God has created us, automatically as a man, you're going to have an attraction toward the opposite sex, which is, uh, you know, the females. And the same with the females, automatically they are going to have an attraction with the opposite sex, which are the male. So now Daniel had to prioritize in his life and say, if I am going to leave this eunuch to bring me women, to bring me young girls, then I am not going to make it. I want you to understand the power of priority, the power of knowing what and when to do that. Hallelujah. Now, listen, it, it continues. He said defile. Now, to defile means to corrupt himself. That's what Daniel was deciding to do. So, when you read on Daniel chapter 1, let's jump to verse 17. I want you to pick this. Daniel chapter 1, jump to verse 17. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Hallelujah. So there was Shadrach, there was Meshach, there was Abednego, and there was Daniel. And the word of God is saying all these four young men were unique. But Daniel had a special grace upon his life. Why? He decided to know or to choose one. What was a priority in his life? Now, the power of priorities means even when you are in a group, you have to take yourself out of the group and decide what matters most to you. Even though you are a member of a family, you have to take yourself out and decide what is a priority to you. Even in a union, a marriage, hallelujah, you have to decide as an individual what are your priorities? 
My time for prayer is not my time for my wife. I love my wife dearly, but when it comes to prayer, I have to understand what is a priority in that moment. Hallelujah. When it comes to reading the word of God, meditating the word of God, I adore the time I spend with my wife. We sit for hours, we talk, we laugh, we play because you know, we are one. However, when it comes to me reading and understanding the word of God, I isolate myself. Why? Because of the power of priority. I know that if I cannot do that, then I can spend the whole day with my wife and forget doing the will of God upon my life. Praise the Lord. It is good to go out and just enjoy the city and all of that. But I have got a contract with a company. So the power of priority tells me that when it is a Monday and it is working hours, I have to stay and do the work that I have been contracted to do. The power of priority. Hallelujah. The reason why Christians are in trouble today is because we have not understood the importance of priority. We have not understood the power of priority. We want to do business when it is time for prayer. Ha. We want to chat with our friends when it is time for our loved ones. We want to go out and, and maybe watch a game of football when it is time to be with our children. Ha. The power of priority. We want to have time with our girlfriends and chat and, you know, do all those things when it is time to study the word of God. We want, oh my, Liba Kamosa, understand this, that the power of priority means knowing what to do, when to do it. Praise the Lord. Now listen, let me repeat myself. Everything in life is important and needed. Are you with me? Everything in life is important and needed. The only difference is when are you doing it? Are you with me? We cannot lie to ourselves that uh, social gatherings are bad. That is a taboo. That would be wrong. In fact, that is not even biblical. Social gatherings are good because we are meant to socialize. We are meant to be happy and be with other people, chat, laugh. If it means you, you love music, go to a music concert, listen to that, watch that. If you love football sports, go and watch that. No problem. If you love maybe nature, go out and walk and do all of that. All that is needed. But the problem is we do it at the wrong time. And that's why we have to learn today the power of priority. Imagine me wanting to spend uh, three hours, right, on a working day chatting with my wife. What it will mean is that at the end of the day, I cannot accomplish my tasks for the day for work. And in, re in return, I can end up receiving a warning by my bosses. And then we are quick to rush and blame the devil. But the devil is not involved when you are lacking prioritizing. Praise the Lord. We have to learn to strategize around our life. We must learn to sit and discover or identify what comes first in our life. Hallelujah. And when we put together all of those pieces, then life is going to make sense. Listen, life is a puzzle. You understand? Life is a puzzle. And by saying that life is a puzzle, it means you have to know where to put the different pieces in life. If you take the piece that does not belong up here and uh, 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 put it up here, it is not going to work. Only when you take the piece that belongs in this slot and put it there, then it is going to fit because it is compatible. Now, that is the power of a priority. You have to know when to do what. Hallelujah. Listen, I want to make a very important statement. All right? This is a crucial statement, and it is strong upon my spirit. We have to stop this business of judging people. Hallelujah. Just because I pray five hours and someone else only prays 30 minutes, that does not make me better. Just because I go to church on a Sunday, on a Wednesday, on a Saturday, I attend night of prayers, that does not make me better than someone that is only attending church on a Sunday. Just because I know the scriptures from uh, Genesis, the beginning to Revelation, the end, and someone does not know it like that, that does not make me better. 
I want you to be careful because we are fond of judging people as Christians. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, if he was like you and I judging people, then we would have not been here saved people. Because the word of God says, while we were still sinners, yet Jesus died for us. And when you read the word, you realize that Christ was dining with the sinners. Christ was sitting with the sinners. Christ was not picking to say, no, just because these ones here are, are, are saved, then I'm going to sit with them. No, on the contrary, the word of God says Jesus would go and sit with the sinners and dine with them, eat with them, teach them. Hallelujah. So why should we have that judgment spirit in us? Praise now, this is strong, I know. But I want us to be careful the way that we address other people, the way that we address what people are doing. Hallelujah. Mm. Something personal. Something personal. I love music. All right? One of my talents and gifts that God has given me is the ability to compose music. And I remember when I started out my engineering um, course, in fact, even way before that, while I was still in high school, I wrote many songs. You know, I composed many songs. And when I went into university, I continued to a point where when my late mother was alive, she would find me with my earphones on, busy producing music. And one statement that my mother made, which I'll never forget, she said, what are you doing? I said to her, I am making music. And I even wrote a song for her. And then her words to me were, never stop doing what you love. Because in life, you don't know what your calling is. Now, this was from my own mother, seeing her son studying engineering, but spending so much time in music, something that is completely different. But she had the wisdom to understand that life, life, life is not about judging. Rather, life is about purpose. Hallelujah. So if God has given you the purpose to entertain, then that is your calling. So it does not make one a sinner if they are going to be an entertainer. Because that is what God has called them to do. Not everyone has been called to be a pastor. Not everyone has been called to be an elder. Not everyone has been called to be a leader. Not everyone has been called to be in the praise and worship team. Not everyone has been called, you know, to do the same thing. Because the word of God says, you know, there are different spirits. Hallelujah. God has equally given different spirits, different talents. The Lord Jesus spoke about talents. Hallelujah. That there was a master who came and gave different talents to people. Hallelujah. According to their own measure, according to their own ability. So the power of priority, meaning you must focus on your lane. Hallelujah. You, I, I'm repeating, I have said this before in one of my teachings, that you have to stay on your lane. That's where the power of priority comes in. If business is your priority every morning, it doesn't mean that business is going to be a priority every morning for your friend. For your friend, it can be exercise in the morning. For your other friend, it can be praying in the morning. For your other friend, it can be maybe calling the family in the morning. So priorities differ and we have to embrace that. Hallelujah. That's why I am saying it is about individuals. What is a priority in your life in that moment? As long as you understand that, as long as you stick to that, then you are going to live a happy life. Praise the Lord. I needed to get that out. Um, Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Let me read Daniel chapter 6 verse 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdoms 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these three governors of whom Daniel was one that the satraps might give account to them so that the king could suffer no loss. Verse number three, then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors. Daniel was unique. Daniel was different according to the word of God. And the Bible says, uh, uh, because an excellent spirit was in him. When you learn the power of priority, you operate in excellence. When you learn the power of uh, priority, you live a life of excellence. When you learn the, the power of priority, hallelujah, you encounter the greatness of God. Now, Daniel, the spirit of excellence was upon him. And the Bible further says, and the king gave thought to telling him over the whole realm, to set him over the whole realm. Now, because Daniel, number one in chapter one, remember as we read, he prioritized his life. 
He prioritized his integrity. He prioritized the way he was living. And the Bible says because of priority, God gave him an excellent spirit. When you learn how to prioritize in your life, then God's will, God's purpose is going to become clear over your life. Ha! Let me repeat that. When you master the importance of a priority, then God will connect you to your purpose. God will make your purpose more clear to you. God will make your purpose to be more meaningful to you. Hallelujah. This is why someone will be so happy to get on stage and sing a song and have everyone enjoying, you know, people just dancing and celebrating. And that becomes a purpose over their life. So what they do is as long as they prioritize that in one way or another, then God uses them to make people happy. Another strong element of being a child of God is encouraging people. It's not everyone that is going to preach the way I am doing now or teach the way I am doing now. Others are meant to be encouragers. So when you prioritize that, then you are going to walk in excellence. Praise the Lord. When you prioritize in comforting other people as that is your calling or your gift, then automatically you begin to move in excellence. Praise the Lord. Verse number four. So the governor and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. Hallelujah. Revelation. When you have learned the power of a priority, the enemies around your life are not happy. And so what they do is they try to find a means of pulling you down. Hallelujah. This is why you find that, um, here's a simple example. This is why you find that um, other men of God or women of God that were very powerful, they found a way against them to pull them down. Hallelujah. Number one, it could have been because of the love of money that someone was a good servant of God, loyal and doing wonderful work. But because the love of money, you know, because others brought it to trap them, they ended up loving money so much that they started to try maybe to sell the power of God. And in doing that, they lost the, the, the calling. They lost the path. Hallelujah. They lost the plot. Others, maybe it is women that they brought. I mean, there's a story I've heard of, of a strong, powerful man of God back in the day. Someone that was very, very good in terms of the word of God and the work of God. And the story says, the people tried to find a way to pull them down. And they tried everything, but were failing because the man was so strong in his spiritual life. What they did was to bring a woman. So they sent the man to a hotel and they tricked him in bringing a woman there. And I'm not sure how the situation was in the hotel room, but eventually the man ended up sleeping with this woman as a pastor. And what happened? He lost everything. He backslid. He lost everything. I, I, I think it's even right to say that he passed away. So what am I saying? I'm saying that when you understand the power of priority, you have to be very careful and keep God close to you because the enemy will try to attack you. Hallelujah. When you, when you have got the importance of prioritizing in your life, then you also have to understand that it takes you to be strong and mature. Because in that it means when you are feeling lazy, you still have to stick to your priority. Hallelujah. When lies are coming against you, you still have to stick to your priorities. Because if not, then we can easily fall down and forget about the priorities that we have in life. Praise the Lord. So you can read on the book of chapter Genesis chapter, I mean, um, Daniel chapter 6. What you're going to find, which is very unique, is verse number 10. Let's look at verse number 10, all right? Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. Daniel discovered in his life that his priority was to pray. 
Now, the word of God is saying it was his custom from any age that three times a day he was going into a, a secret chamber and praying, seeking the face of his God. That was his priority. So, in verse number 9, 8, going backwards, what happened is because Daniel knew his priorities, the other people set a trap against him. They went to the king and told the king that, listen, um, you, you, that we have tried everything against Daniel and we have identified that he is so strong in his beliefs. Hallelujah. That everything else, he's very strong. He's, he's focus-minded. Uh, he knows how to you know, allocate time. He knows how to be in the right place at the right time. So one thing that we can catch him out is his religion. So what they did is they said to the king, listen, king, you have to make a, a decree. Praise the Lord. That no one is supposed to worship any other God. And so when they did that in verse number uh, 18, verse number 10, what happened is they sent the people and then they found that Daniel was praying. And when they saw him praying, so let's read it together, verse number 11. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before God. Verse 12. And they went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. So let's, let's speak about this quickly so we can finish. Daniel was doing everything right. Daniel was a man of integrity. Daniel had priorities set straight in his life. He knew what to do, when to do. But the evil people, because of the power of a priority, they went against him, went to the king and said, listen, king, no one should worship any other god within 30 days except you. And if they are found, they should be thrown into the lion's den. They did this because they knew that Daniel could not stop praying to his god, the power of priority. Hallelujah. So demons know that you love your wife, you love your partner. Demons know that you care for your business, but that does not mean that they are going to stop bringing tricks or tactics to bring you down. Hallelujah. That's where you have to be strong and stick to your fundamentals. Now here the word of God says, even though they made a decree like that, Daniel still went, opened the windows and prayed. And the people found him praying. As you read on, the story ends in saying that Daniel was thrown into the den of lions. But because of the power of priority, Daniel was saved from the lion's den by God. That he was not harmed, he survived. Why? The power of priority. Today, I want you to learn. Today, I want you to understand that go sit down and write down carefully what are the priorities in your life. And important, learn to account of the time that you are spending every day. 24 hours is a lot. 24 hours, people are falling pregnant. 24 hours, people are receiving miracles, healing. 24 hours, people are receiving new jobs. 24 hours, people are being promoted. 24 hours, people are starting new companies and business. 24 hours, People are losing loved ones. 24 hours, people are getting fired. 24 hours, people are divorcing. 24 hours, people are losing friends. The same 24 hours. Hallelujah. So if we cannot prioritize, if we cannot account of these 24 hours of each day, then we stand the danger of losing the battle. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's learn to account for all the time that God has given us in a day. So that the day when he calls us and he asks us, what did you do with the time I gave you? We can clearly tell him that this is what I did in my days. That's very important. Write this down, Psalm chapter 90 verse 12. The Bible reads, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Psalms chapter 90 verse 12. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Wisdom is attained when we know how to number our days. When we know how to prioritize, then we are going to have wisdom. That's what the word of God is saying. Ephesians chapter, um, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15. The Bible reads, 
Be very careful then how you live. Oh, let's read it again. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Verse 16. Making the most of every opportunity. Because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. For you to be identified as someone who is wise, then you have to understand the power of a priority. A man that can prioritize his day is a respected man. Hallelujah. Everyone knows that this man cannot just go and speak to anyone anyhow. This man cannot just attend to any event. This man, you cannot just get an appointment anyhow. This man cannot just be visited anyhow. This man cannot just be called anyhow. But this man has prioritized his time. This woman knows how to prioritize her day. She knows when she wakes up in the morning, even the husband cannot disturb her. Why? It is her time with God. She has to pray. This woman has prioritized her day. She knows when she wakes up, she has to study the word of God. Not even the children can disturb her. Hallelujah. Not even the business partners. They know that when it is her time with God, no one should disturb her. The power of a priority. Everyone knows when it is a weekend, a day like this, it is a time with a family. So the workplace cannot call. Why? They know the power of a priority. What are your priorities in life? People are calling you all the time and talking nonsense because you don't have priorities in life. People are using you as a gossip ear. You are the one who is always listening to gossip. Why? You cannot prioritize in your life. But if you prioritize and say, listen, I don't listen to nonsense. Hallelujah. When you call me, you have to call me for things that matter. That's the power of priority. You understand that your time is valuable. Your time is so special. Once it is lost, it is almost impossible to read. In fact, you can't regain it. Hallelujah. You can try to redeem it. Yes. But once time is lost, it is gone. When this hour finishes, we are never going to get this hour again. When this moment, this minute goes, you can never get it again. It is gone. So make the most of each moment in your life. Make the most of each hour, each day in your life. The power of priority. When you are going to bed tonight, sleep with a smile on your face that, yes, Lord, I made the most of the day. Sleep with the peace in your heart that thank you, Jesus. I made the most of the day. I encouraged someone. I helped someone. I did something that matters today. Why? The power of priority. I made my daughter first. I made my son first. I made my wife come first. I made my husband come first. I made my family come first. So today I am happy. Why? The power of priority. The last verse, and we pray, is Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, verse 34. For where your treasure is. Most people have interpreted this treasure as money. Most preachers that I have heard and listened to have interpreted this treasure as money. I am here with another revelation. This treasure is your time. So the word of God is saying where your time is, that's where your heart is also going to be. Did you hear that revelation? Luke chapter 12, verse 34. For where your treasure is, and I am saying a revelation, for where your time is, there your heart is also going to be. The power of a priority. At the start, I said priority and the time go hand in hand. And we are finishing it off with a beautiful verse that is saying, your, your time is your treasure. Your time is so valuable to you. You cannot just waste time because you know once it goes, you cannot get it again. So that being your treasure, then you make sure that your heart is there also. If I am going to spend an hour with you, it means I value you. Ah, did you hear that? If I am going to spend 30 minutes with you, it means I value you. Did you hear that? If I am going to spend 30 minutes listening to music, it means I value that music. If I'm going to spend an hour working, it means I value that work. 
If I'm going to spend uh, two hours chatting, it means that that individual or that conversation or that discussion has a value in it. If I'm going to spend the time on any recreational facility or activity, it means I see value in it. The power of priority. The power of priority. Let me pray with you. What I'm going to pray for is I know all of us have got many things. There is no one who does not have anything to do in life. Hallelujah. Others may feel that what they do, what they are doing is better or of more importance than others. But the fact is, everyone has something to do in life. What I'm going to pray for is, may we learn how to prioritize in each day. All right? I'm going to pray for you, pray with you, that the Holy Spirit should assist you because he is a helper. He should assist you in prioritizing everything in your life. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come before you this afternoon. I have taught, I have preached, I have spoken on the word, on a title, the power of priority. My God, I pray for your sons and your daughters listening and watching, that may you teach them, Spirit of God, how to prioritize in their life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, they have everything to do in life, but they have to know when and what to do, my God. I pray, therefore, that Jehovah help them to prioritize correctly in the mighty name of Jesus. Learn Teach them, Father, how to learn value of time in their life. Thank you, my God. I worship you and I bless you. Thank you for the word, my God, that we have taught. For this word, my Father, is life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. With that, I have come to the end of the teaching that I had uh, to share with you on the power of priority. Once more, as closing remarks, I want you to understand that you have many things to do in life. And it is dangerous to only focus on one thing. But for you to have a balanced life, you have to prioritize accordingly. Make time for your loved ones. Make time for your business. Make time, um, in other words, set time. Set time for your job. Set time for your friends. Set time for your neighbors. Set time for your colleagues. Set time for prayer. Set time to fast. Set time to read the word of God. Set time to listen to the word of God. Set time for every activity in your life in the form of a priority. Stick to that and see God do unique things over your life. With that, I thank you and I bless you. Have an awesome day and may God bless you. Bye-bye.